Welcome to Office Sports Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are a group of casual fans discussing and debating local and national sports stories like you would at work. Enjoy the shenanigans. Now it's time to clock in. Hey guys, we are here today with Lou, the Miami sports fanatic, and Mike, the bandwagoner. What up? <laughs> that's what's up. That's how I'm... That's how I'm describing them today. Truth. So what's up, guys? Have you caught any games this week? Yeah, I had Mike over at my house last night, and we watched the UFC 257 uh, with Poirier versus McGregor. It was a good fight. Not what I expected, but uh, it was a good time. Yeah, we saw the fight. I have a lot to say about it. (laughs) All right, so uh, McGregor lost. He got knocked out in the second round at the 2 minute and 32 seconds. Um, it was a good fight. I was rooting for uh, Poirier because he's from Miami. Well, not from Miami. He's from American Top Team. Um, you know, that's a fighting camp from down here. So, like you just said, I'm home team everything. So, I was definitely rooting from him, but I did not think that it was going to end that way. Yeah, I don't think anybody thought that. What were his other stats? Like, how many times has he been knocked out before? It was his first ever time being knocked out. First okay. time being knocked out. He's a tough well, dude. Well, in MMA, in MMA, because he got knocked out did technically he? by Mayweather. Oh, he did. Yeah. So. He's a tough guy. He hits hard. Um, I like him. I just don't like uh, his fan base, but I like him. I respect him a lot. He's a good fighter, tough fighter, hits hard, and is really good. Um, he actually beat him. He actually beat Poirier um, in 2014, if I'm not mistaken, and he knocked him out. So it was nice to see uh, Poirier. Uh, avenge his loss that's pretty sweet yeah it's i mean it it sucks to be honest because i wanted him to win that fight so he could get the khabib rematch Mm -hmm. but now all that kind of you know that dream rematch is pretty much out the window it's over yeah yeah khabib said that um actually khabib told dana white um to to be honest with himself he's like i i'm i'm levels above these guys. So Khabib wanted to get excited and if he got excited he was gonna come back and fight one of the one of the two or the winner. And from the sounds of it, he's not gonna do that. So now they're throwing out uh, Nate Diaz rematch versus McGregor. So that would be number three. Um, but who knows? Khabib should only come back for one person and one person only. Who's that? That new guy Chandler. <laughs> that was an exciting fight that was a really exciting fight um that was excitement he was waiting for excitement um it was his debut in the ufc and uh he knocked out homie in the first round if i'm not mistaken uh did a backflip off of the fence somersault um yeah that would be a that would be a nice fight That'd be dope. Lou, tell me, I need to know because you do jujitsu. Oh, damn. like how hard <laughs> is this? <laughs> I have I mean, no idea because I'm not an MMA fighter. <laughs> but I mean, that's just like in the realm for me. Jujitsu is in the yeah. realm of MMA, yeah. and it's not even close. But that just seems—it's so vicious. Like every time I watch a fight like that, it's so vicious. It's fun. I mean, jujitsu comes to play like once they hit the ground. Yeah. So once they hit the ground, that's when I'm like paying attention to see uh what kind of moves moves they're doing the type of open guard half guard um the clinches the chokes the submissions are jujitsu um uh you know a lot of people give up their back so it's cool i mean i've only been doing jujitsu for seven months uh now that everybody has to know that but um (laughs) so he's saying fight him for all of our listeners fight me come and fight him he's ready (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely cool to know a little bit about that when I watch the UFC. I think that's why I'm so into it. Yeah, that's really interesting. All right. Cool. Well, let's get into some headlines from this past week. So let me just do a quick recap. The Heat lost to Brooklyn, 124 to 128. Bam had a career high of 41 points. Awesome. Mm-hmm. KD scored 31. Kyrie had 28. Um and some other quick updates, the Bucks. Oh my gosh, can I even say anything about the Bucks, my home teams right now? <laughs> um, not only did the Bucks lose two different games, but um their their game against the Wizard was Wizards was postponed due to COVID testing. 
lame. And Brenda, did you watch? I know we said what we watched. Did you watch anything? Yeah. I don't even want to get into this, guys. Do I have to get into this right now? You're peer pressuring me. The Sorry. Packers lost. Mm. Um, we will definitely do a deep dive where I give you all my feelings about this. All right. But yeah, the Packers lost to the Bucks. Um, Any other updates, Lou? Um, I think for headlines, we're good. Um, I don't know if you want to jump into the Canes or you want to do something else real quick. Actually, guys, if I can interject for a moment, I think we kind of let Connor off the look, off the hook. Why? Let's circle back. Okay. Yeah, how's that? <laughs> Let's circle back. So do Connor, Connor got knocked out. He got knocked out. <laughs> it's like, true. We're not, you know. Okay. We should, we so you want to get deep dive? Let's, okay. Let's deep dive into that. All right. What first round. Really okay. First round. Um, Poirier had a takedown. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it looked like McGregor was winning the round. He hit him with those little shoulder shots he got Cowboy with last last fight. Right. Um, he started stomping on his feet like they did to Masvidal. We ain't like that. Um, but then in the second round, um, actually before that, so when the first round finished, remember that uh, McGregor didn't sit down. I thought he was doing that because he wanted to show everybody that he was in shape. But now that I'm thinking about it, maybe those leg kicks were already hurting exactly. and he didn't want to get off of the bench yep. and show that he was hurt. Exactly. So in the second round, he got hit with more leg kicks and you could tell that they hurt. And then all of a sudden, Poirier started landing some combinations and mm. McGregor didn't block. He didn't have his hands up. He like ate them all. Yeah. And I mean, I guess if you say that's letting him off the hook, he, he, he wasn't defending. He was eating them. He got knocked out. What we witnessed yeah, uh, yesterday was Dustin Poirier's return uh, from... Revenge. Well, that's what I meant. Revenge from that, that 2014 knockout. Mm-hmm. And we witnessed Connor's demise, man. Like, that's it. Like, there's not going to be any more huge pay-per-view fights, in my opinion. I think you're mistaken. That... Conor McGregor is going to be able to, like, big name fights. He's not going to be able to pull the Khabibs anymore. He's going to have to settle for well, he was maybe ranked. a trilogy with him or maybe another fight with Nate Diaz. I mean, he's ranked number four, so definitely not a title shot. He was ranked number four because he he's not going to be ranked number four okay. after that loss. Yeah, so I would say, like, two more fights, and depending how those go, maybe he'll get another shot. But really, what's the allure? That McGregor brings to fights because he it's not. He brings the money. I mean, he brings the money. It's his attitude, right? He I mean, Ireland. It's totally <laughs> to his attitude, right. right? Exactly. So, I mean, is it really his record that's bringing in or like qualifies him to like fight these people? No, I feel like it's his attitude and how much his whole like, oh, you know, aura basically yeah. brings to each fight. I mean, fight. the 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 record wasn't bad. The record wasn't bad. The record isn't bad, in my opinion. Um, he's a good fighter, man. He has respect. They, you saw the respect amongst both of them before and after the fight. Yeah, but me, both me and you were talking about this before the before the fight. W- would Connor ever get that title back? And to me, the the object of of a sport like MMA is not only make as much money as possible, but also try to get as many accolades as possible. He has the money, which is fine. No one's worried about. He's not worried about the money. What he's worried about is the legacy. This, for sure, without a doubt, hurt his legacy. Because he's not supposed to lose to Dustin Poirier. Vegas had him as the favorite in in, in this fight. I think because the last fight, he came back after being out for a couple of years, and he won in a dramatic fashion really fast, and the hype was still there. But I I disagree, man. I don't think that... What's his age, guys? How old is McGregor now? He, he's younger both, than us. He's uh, 32, I believe. Oh. Oh, yeah, he's not. Well, I mean, he's younger than you guys, not me. But that still hurts. No, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Not, I'm, I'm not saying he's washed up by age. I'm just, I'm just saying that once it's kind of like Tyson. When Tyson got knocked out by Buster Douglas, he wasn't the same Tyson. You know, right. he, that mystique wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. So guys were able to submit him, and and, and he, he he lost by submission all his other fights, okay. except that Nate. No, Nate submitted him as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not. I'm not willing to go as far as that. But let's just see how it plays out. Like I get what you're saying, but I don't think we're there yet. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still gonna watch a Conor McGregor fight. You, you know, go. the next time <laughs> he he comes on. But what I'm saying is, 
the is the old Conor McGregor going to be back? The Conor McGregor that ran through the the, the Conor McGregor that 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 uh, Dana White went all the way to Ireland to meet. Yeah, is, is he ever going to come back? I think that guy hasn't been back since he got paid with the Mayweather fight. And that's exactly <laughs> my point, and that's basically what I'm saying. He's done. Gotcha. Okay. I feel you. All right. I feel you, Mike. But he still has a few more retirements, and then out, you know, coming out of retirements to mm-hmm. to go through for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't get the whole hype around retiring. Anyways, we can save that for another day. Yep. Mm-hmm. But okay, so we gave some quick headlines, uh, Lou. Give us an update with the Hurricanes. Quick update, because it was interesting at first, but then we found out what it was. Nikosi Perry, the backup quarterback, the one that's had some wins uh, against Florida State and um, came in for De'Ara King. Shout out to Brenda's dad. We got the per- correct pronunciation right now. Yeah, De'Ara right. King. De- All right. Um, he's the <laughs> one that came in in the bowl game and uh, fought his way back um, to almost try to win that game. He entered the transfer portal. So he's leaving the U, even though he has a tattoo of the U on his bicep. We don't want him anyways. Whoa, 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 whoa. I respect him. He's a cane. All right? Yeah, but so, if he's transferring out, we don't so want him. So he transferred out, but then he transferred back in. We want him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so when he transferred back in, everybody's like, does that mean that De'Ara King maybe not going to be back versus Alabama next year? Um, but what we found out was that he's just going to finish his degree so he could have a UM degree. Okay. And then he's awesome. going to transfer out and look for an opportunity to be a starting quarterback somewhere else. So that's my uh, Kane's update. Awesome. Yeah. And with that, guess what time it is, guys? What time is it? I'll tell you. Who is Justice Beaver? All right, so it's the time for the Who is Justice Beaver segment. All right, so for those of you listening and you guys here, um, this segment was meant to give some shine to somebody who is not popular or someone who's not a star. And we'll be like, yo, like, who is Justice Beaver? Like when Jeremy Lin busted out on the scene, like, yo, who is, Ju- who is Jeremy Lin? But today, I mean, after this, you might want to induct me into another segment that we have, the Petty Hall of Fame. But uh, today, I'm not going to do that. Today, I'm not going to highlight somebody who did something amazing. All right, so this dude. This dude, uh, the Dolphins linebacker, Vince Beagle. Who? Exactly. Who is Justice Beaver? <laughs> All right, he was a uh, little background on him. He was drafted in 2017 uh, in the fourth round, uh, number 108 pick. Uh, he went to college in Wisconsin. A lot of Wisconsin stuff today. He was drafted by the Packers, actually. Uh, he played for the Packers in 2018. He played for the Saints in 2019. And, I mean, uh, yeah, in 2019. And then he came to Miami. He played 15 games. And he tore his Achilles um, in August of 2020. Cool. So, like, why am I bringing this dude up, right? So, according to 24-7 Sports and uh, his Twitter page, this dude posted a picture of Deshaun Watson in a Dolphins uniform with the gif of Jack Nicholas nodding and approval like the one that says just like come over here yeah and then he deleted it wow hmm all right so our quarterback is two of why is this man on the team posting a picture of deshaun watson in a dolphins jersey bro because he knows what's up he knows he knows he knows look the players want deshaun watson Mike, this dude's a linebacker that you've never heard about yeah that's injured He's he should an, get kicked off of the team for that crap, bro. I mean, he should, but, I mean, he's an insider, so, I mean... He's not an insider, bro. So, she shortly <laughs> uh, deleted it after that. So, that is my nomination today for the first uh, debuting of Who is Justice Beaver, which is meant to highlight somebody doing something good, but I'm a petty person, <laughs> and I'm just highlighting this guy, like, who the heck are you, bro? Yeah. And why are you doing it? <laughs> Whatever. So, maybe you want to induct me into the Petty Hall of Fame. That's a segment... Maybe for another day. Um, but yeah, I ain't like that, man. You have a lot of work to do to get to the Hall of Fame, Lou. All right. Appreciate that. That's a good thing. All right. So that was all for that segment. So um, With that said, why don't you continue, though? Give us a quick update on the Dolphins. All right. Yeah. So things are getting interesting, Mike. All right. So it is believed that no matter who the Texans hire as their head coach, the QB, Deshaun Watson, is he wants out. He's not going to stay on the team. Right. No matter who they get, right? So, with that said, according to the Miami Herald, 
um, journalist, Deshaun Watson has two picks of where he wants to go to be traded. Number one, the Dolphins. Number two, the Jets. We can't run away from it. We can't get away with it. All right. So remember how we were talking about the trades? Yeah. Um, we both had like both emotions. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, no, let's keep them. Mm-hmm. All right. So what about this, Mike? What if, okay, so before that, the Texans want a minimum of three first-round picks. Okay. That's their asking price, minimum. The Jets don't have that. We have that. They don't have to offer anything like that to offer. I think we have the the best um, picks and players to offer okay. to make the, the trade happen. All right, so what about this, Mike? What if we trade Tua? Right, he's a, he's a number one round draft pick, so he counts as one. We trade this year's number 18, another number one round draft pick, and uh, Xavier Howard, the Dolphins cornerback. He plays 16 games this year with 10 interceptions, and he has the most interceptions in the NFL this year. So if we trade Tua, the number 18, and Xavier Howard, you get the star quarterback, the established star quarterback. You get to pick the number three pick, and you you get the receiver that you wanted, that we want, and you upgraded your team. In what sense? The quarterback? We got the quarterback and we got the receiver. Mm. I wouldn't do it. You have an established quarterback and a stud receiver from the draft. Okay, but there's two ends of the, uh, you know, there's offense and defense. We're giving away. We are giving away. Defense for a, a, a player that we don't know that's going to be any better than Tua in our offense. So wait, who do we not know? We don't know if he's gonna be any better than Tua with with our offense. Okay, that's okay. what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying he's 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 not gonna be better than Tua. In my opinion, he's better than Tua. He's already better. He's than already Tua. better than Tua. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like a top, I don't know, top five, top ten quarterback in the league. Yeah, but is changing the quarterback really the answer that we need for what's going on with the Dolphins? I'm just throwing a different scenario at you, man, because I like Tua. I think he's great for this fan base. I think he's great for this team. Um, we're just going to have to go through the growing pains with him. We could surround him with people. Um, okay. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. It's interesting. It's, I, I'm not giving my first top three or the first two number ones and Tua. Right. So this one was different. I get it. Know? I mean, I'm saying no, but I'm going to flip it okay. to you. Damn. Would you do it? I mean, obviously, you're bringing up the question, so I, you're thinking about it. Like right? I said, I wasn't going to do Tua number three and number 18. Right. But this one sounds a little bit better to me. Okay. I keep number three. I get a star QB. Okay. But we get worse get defensively. Tr- one person, but yeah. So let me just interject here because obviously my opinion matters the most, right. guys. <laughs> um, last week, you guys were talking a lot about Tua, and you were saying that you feel like he contributes a lot. Like he just basically needs a coach, right? Yeah. Someone to coach him mm-hmm. to be – to bring out his potential, right? Right. So why is bringing a star QB in better than just growing potentially a really excellent quarterback that you already have a with point. a dynamic that they already have Cause, established? Because you eliminate the what if. Like Do we you know though? what Deshaun Watson is. We don't know what Tua is yet. We know what he could be. We know what he was before the hip injury. We know what he was in Alabama. But can he be that in the NFL? How many good quarterbacks have we seen in college that when they come to the NFL, they don't it's produce. different, yeah. So you're trading a what if for what you know. Okay. But I got sure. a question. Go ahead. Why is Deshaun Watson upset in the first place? Um, they told him that he was going to be involved in the decision of the next coach. And it seems like he has no say anymore. Okay. So he got offended by that. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to be there. So what happens if the Dolphins do the same thing to him? Is he going to be upset and want to get out of there too? I mean, that's the risk you take, yeah. I don't think we would have that problem with Tua. I, I personally, no, I think, so I think personally, I think we should give Tua a full training camp, run it back, and and build build on the draft. So, I agree, so I agree, man. But I'm just throwing it out there because it's it's interesting, and they keep having our name in there. So sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. The Jets can have a man. There's no other team that wants Watson. I'm sure there's plenty of teams, but why did those he teams don't identify? have the assets that mm-hmm. we have. Sure. And why did he identify the Dolphins? I'm thinking actually more the Jets. Why would he ide- have identified the Jets? 
They got a new coach. Mm, okay. They have the uh, pick, the high uh, pick. They have a high pick. Sure. And it's New yeah. York. You could never. I mean, I hate New York. I hate the Jets. <laughs> whoa, whoa, um, whoa, easy there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I hate New York. I hate the Jets. They easy suck. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. Like, if you were going to pick a team, like, I would actually go with Miami that has so much potential from this last year, right? I agree. I agree. That's the rumor. But, um, okay, so to change the table then, you know, because that was leaning towards one way, something to bring it back. Uh, According to Cameron Wolf, ESPN staff writer, Mm -hmm. um, he had an article called The Miami Dolphins Continue to Build Around Tua. Uh, by hiring a new QB coach. So we still don't have the offensive coordinator, but they got a new QB coach. His name is Charlie Fry. I hope that I am pronouncing that right. Fry was Tua's QB coach during the Elite 11 high school uh, QB camp. So he was one of the people that helped uh, Tua get uh, recruited by Alabama. He was one of the people that put him on the spotlight. So he's a familiar face, somebody that he will be comfortable with, someone that can help him. So it looks... Like the Dolphins are interested in keeping him. It looks like they're going to build. But, you know, with sports, things change fast. Yeah, I think that's a small step in the right direction. Get him get him the help he needs. You know, if it's hiring someone that he's familiar with, that has worked with him, someone that helped him, you know, become, you know, the elite college athlete that he was, I'm all for it. Yeah, that's nice to see. Um, so we're just waiting to see who the offensive coordinator is going to be because that's – more important yeah yeah definitely awesome and let's uh get up to speed then on all things nfl yeah do i really need to do i need to say anything you guys i'm so upset my packers lost to the bucks i'm upset too it is this is such a tough loss for me i mean tom i don't even it's like what to even say you guys know, you as listeners know what I'm talking about. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. This has been, anyone who's part of Wisconsin sports understands this legacy deeply. Everybody's always comparing these two. And obviously, Tom Brady, he has a lot more Super Bowl rings, right? Correct. So they, I mean, he's, people put him at, in a category that's like, he's the best. He's the greatest of all time. The GOAT. goat. They call him the GOAT. Mm-hmm. And of course, I think Tom Brady's excellent. He's always had a coach that was excellent. He's really been surrounded by teammates that have been excellent. And then I come from the viewpoint of Aaron Rodgers, who I just think had a great mentor. His coaches have been, you know, I always have had respect for McCarthy, and I I really like our new coach. Um, I didn't like some of his calls today. today. Yeah, I really did not understand that at all, why we wouldn't have gone for it on fourth down with like less than two minutes to go. Um, But yes, so much controversy. I know that this loss is going to go on Rodgers. It's all on his shoulders or something somehow. So It is. What do you guys think? Um, I I feel like we should let you vent a little bit more. (laughs) But um, I don't like Tom Brady. Uh. Yeah, he's the GOAT. I understand that. Um, but as a Dolphins fan, the last thing I want to see is Tom Brady in the Super Bowl again. Nobody so wants to see that. I was rooting for the Packers. Um, man, but it was a good game. Definitely good. I mean, as far as a playoff game, like super entertaining. If you weren't a diehard fan for the Bucks, which I mean, I don't know how big the Bucks fan base is. Probably not super big. But as a Packer fan, yeah, obviously diehard. Yeah, for and sure. that, that was devastating blow. We were hoping... Rodgers probably has, I mean, I guess if he's even close to Tom Brady's caliber, he'll have a few more years, but yeah, I there's no sh- catching. There's not catching up. Yeah, I mean, I thought this was definitely going to be our Super Bowl year. We've had such an outstanding, I mean, b- besides this game, our O-line has been just, they, they've been amazing. They've been great. He's a surgeon. I mean, yeah, I, it was a really disappointing game. I was super disappointed. We really... Yeah, you were pretty mad when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be girly, guys, but I definitely could have cried over this game. This sucked. I've been yeah. there. Yeah. Mike, what do you think? You're awfully quiet. Let's get in a fight. <laughs> um, I mean, do you really want to hear what I think? Yeah, you think Tom is the best of all time? So I'm going to put that aside because 
he for sure is I mean, the he greatest. did have two interceptions today. But yeah, tell yeah, us about how great he is. He's not perfect, but he is, without a, a doubt, the greatest of all time. But I think he's playing now not for the title of GOAT in his sport. I think he's playing for the title of greatest sports figure of all time. Mm. I think he's competing with Michael Jordan. It's, this Super Bowl will break him and Michael Jordan the tie that they have with six rings, this will put them over the top seven. Mm. And I think people, instead of saying that they're the Michael Jordan of their sport, they're going to start saying they're the Tom Brady of their sport. Oof. Oh, I don't think that will ever be. Mike How could you ever with disrespect hey. MJ like that? Forget it. Get hey. out of here. Who has Tom Brady been surrounded by? I mean, seriously? Are you kidding me, Mike? Th- that's, I mean... How it's, it's much bigger. did the Bucks it's, spend it's to blow up this freaking team? Does Tom Brady make players, or do is he just surrounded by great players? Oh, Let's go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's he, go. He, he he wasn't surrounded by great players. I mean, he had elite mm-hmm. tight ends, mm-hmm. but he'll make a receiver out of anybody. But sure. Every single quarterback that has been compared to him, or have or has tried to have a rivalry with him, has has come close. But short. So, what are his stats actually? Is he top five in everything? Has he been breaking records? I actually don't know this off the top of my head. Let's, but let's compare. Let's do a deep dive, Mike. Do you have it ready? Go yeah, let me up. go. Let look, me see. Yeah, look it up. But continue, elaborate, okay. please. So, here's the thing. <laughs> shout out. Not shout out to here's the thing. Um, I'm not talking about stats, I'm talking about legacy. And legacy is all about winning. So we celebrate winners. We don't celebrate losers. Not saying that Aaron Rodgers is a loser. Of course All not. I'm saying is that Aaron Rodgers is the new Peyton Manning. He's the new number two. Yeah. He's a new number two because Brady, Brady has defied what other sports people have not been able to do is extend the prime. He's 43 years old and right. he's going to his what? His... 10th Super Bowl, I believe. I'm not sure. I think it's the 10th Super Bowl. You know, but like, we're kind of talking like he already won the Super Bowl, Mike. Well, I'm saying his, I'm saying if he wins this Super Bowl, it right. would put him, in my opinion, as the greatest sports figure of all time. Not Up the most there. marketable, Up there. but the greatest sports figure. Up there. Puts him one over Jordan, and... He deserves he he deserves all the credit for that. Everybody was talking, oh, that Belichick made him. Patriots didn't make the playoffs. Looked really really bad without him. Yeah. And look at him now. Look, I think that's year. what it's about. I think uh, Bill Belichick. You know, a lot yeah. of people said that he made Tom Brady. Yeah. But now it looks like it was the other way around. I mean, I think it's hard to say either. I, you you could not definitively say either way. Could you really? I think now we can. I think yeah. the really because so. the combo of them was it was great. Was great, and you can't say that Belichick didn't influence and help, of course, coach him, of course, to be the superstar that he is. And yeah. I'm not. I will never deny that Tom Brady, minus Deflate Gate and all this other suspicious stuff that the Pats the cheating, did, right? Cheaters, all the yeah. cheating stuff, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, kind of lame. But um, Bill, but I don't disagree. I mean, there's there, there, yeah. Look, there's, there's Bill didn't even make the playoffs this year. That's true. There's a little blemish on on the, on the career with the whole Deflate Gate and all that, and the Spy Gate, whatever mm-hmm. you know, people's opinion is on that. You know, it doesn't look great. It doesn't look good, but can't deny that the guy has time and time proven people wrong, and absolutely has proven his haters wrong as well. Yeah. You guys hey. call me the bandwagon. The bandwagoner. Yes, you are. He he made me a fan, guys. That's all I have to Tom say. Tom Brady made you a fan. <laughs> he made me a fan. You weren't a you weren't a fan before. I was not a fan. But you're a fan now. But I'm a fan now. I'll never deny. I mean, Tom Brady's he he's great. He, yeah, he's he, absolutely excellent. Yeah, I would never deny that. He made me a fan. Bro. Oh wow! <laughs> For those of you who don't have eyes um, and can't see this, Mike is the biggest bandwagoner. <laughs> Of all time, okay, he is right now <laughs> wearing a Tom Brady jersey. That yeah, he had hidden under his jacket. When this was whole time. the last time you rooted for the Bucks, Mike? Please tell us. Well, I root for my hometown teams here oh, in Florida. Wow. 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's just convenient. Oh, your your hometown teams, right? Been a long time Florida <laughs> fan. Tom mm-hmm. Brady, the goat. Brenda before. happens to be <laughs> on. Who was the last? Who was the last quarterback for the Bucks? Yeah, who was the quarterback last year for the? Yeah. Bucks? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> there the w, we go. The w, oh, yeah. that's go. right. That's right. James um, Winston. Yeah, right. Winston. he didn't know, guys. Um, he didn't. Mr. Winston. Know. Anyways, it was the, really devastating. You, you what were you gonna share say? Anything the, about? You no, share just more? that it's. I'll be depressed for the next few weeks. But yeah, that's fine. You took a walk after the game. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to take a walk. Okay. Question it, for you: Before we get to the score of the Bills and the Chiefs, <laughs> yeah, Mike can breathe now. He was getting a little Woo! hot with that jacket <laughs> on. Now he can breathe with the Packers. I mean, look at me, the Packers, the Bucks jersey. Before we get to the score, um, I got a question for you. Since you know you're a Packers fan and you're plugged in, um, when it comes to legacy, like where do you, who's one and who's two, Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers? Like, how do you guys over there? Yeah, I, I mean it's they it's, both have won. I think if Aaron Rodgers would have made it to the Super Bowl this year and would have won it, I think then you have to give it to him. But well, it's not it's equal. I do so. think that Packers fans will say that Favre, Favre, <laughs> um, was so much more fun to watch because he he was just like a cowboy man. I mean, yeah. he would just yeah, he would just light up and his emo he left his emotions on the field. So he was such an exciting player to to watch. And Rodgers is such, he's so methodological, you know, like he, he really plans everything out and you can see even in like today's game, he was, is such a mastermind. Like he knows every time he has a free play, he knows he's, it's so strategic, you know, but I think because Rodgers has exceeded basically every record that you could have Mm -hmm. and they're tied. Yeah, as far as like number of Super Bowls, like I think Rodgers will go down as the number one number one Packers player. But in, in our hearts, you know, Favre is will always be right there. Gotcha. You know, we kind of gotcha. see them in the same. But that, that's a great question. Yeah, I think we love them both. But man, do you guys ever remember watching? Yeah, I mean, did you definitely. ever watch Favre games? Yeah, yeah, yeah like definitely. I feel like he was such a beloved quarterback across saw, every kind of I, team. I saw Favre as a Jet, too, which wasn't cool. Yeah. But um, I got a question for you, actually. Yeah. Now that we're talking about that. 42-year-old Favre. Yeah. Switch him for... for Brady? Uh, for, no, not for Brady. For Rogers. Aaron Rodgers in this game. Who wins this game? Mm. A 42-year-old Favre. Yeah. I mean, Favre kind of choked a lot. Th- this is the one instance... A lot of interceptions. I literally thought in this game, I was like... I kind of couldn't believe that Rodgers took – he didn't play the uh, – like he didn't call the shot himself. I'm kind of shocked that in fourth down he just didn't – he didn't call gotcha. He didn't call the shot. Yeah, like gotcha. I don't – I don't. I have no idea I why think, you uh, wouldn't go for it at fourth, guys. I think Tell they me. thought they were going to get the ball back and you But wait, have why would you think about- that? There was like a minute and a half left. Yeah, no, I think there was a little bit over two minutes left. But either way, yeah, Matt LaFleur, he dropped the ball on that. There's no excuse for that. Come on. I think Aaron Rodgers, you have Aaron Rodgers, the baddest man on the planet, as they call him. <laughs> but right? you're not wearing his jersey. Mr. Mr. Uh, discount double check. Right. You, you have him fourth down within scoring distance and you decide to, to, to bail them out. Mike, relax, bro. You're going to get, get her pissed off again. I mean, that's how she's, I feel too. She's and actually more calm to, than she to was your, before. To your point. Why would we put the hands back into the goat in the goat's hands? Why are we going to put the ball back into the goat's hands? Makes no sense, you guys. Yeah. Super, super disappointed. And you know we have a new quarterback coming up. Like, I mean, it's not his time yet. It totally isn't. But that put a lot of pressure on number twelve. That put a lot of pressure on him. So we'll see how next season goes. I mean. Before Just we again, get to disappointed. the to the update of the Chiefs and Bills, like I was thinking, yeah, myself, like how sad it would be to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl versus the Bills. You know, Tom Brady like destroyed the Dolphins for so many years, and the Bills were always in third place after the Dolphins, and yet there they are, and here we are at home. Um, but it looks like I'm not gonna have to think about that because right now. The Bills are down 15 to 31 in the fourth quarter with 10 minutes and 34 seconds. And Pat Mahomes is playing. I almost, dare I say this, 
I almost want to see Mahomes kick Brady's old oh, yeah. white butt. Oh, yeah. I mean, just <laughs> suck it, Brady. You can suck it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to back Super Bowl as of right now. Now it's going to be the, what was it, last last week? It was the Saints against the, the oldest quarterbacks right. in history. Right, right. That would ever play each other. And now it's probably going to be the youngest, best quarterback versus the oldest, best quarterback. And aren't they both on those commercials? They are. Oh, my God. <laughs> what company is it? Well, Rogers is in Allstate commercials. Aren't they both together in the same? And group? Mahomes. Right. So, but that, not Brady. I don't think. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I got confused for a second. I was going to say these people are going to make a killing on the commercial. <laughs> but all right. So yeah, that's the score update. Yep. Um, maybe by the end of the podcast, we will have the final score. Um, do you guys think anything's going to change? With the game? Yeah. Oh, it's a wrap. It's Chiefs, a wrap. Chiefs are going to win that one. All right. Yeah, I do. I am. Uh, Unfortunately, gonna call the Chiefs win. Oh, I just remembered. So last week we played trash talk. Mm-hmm. Mike versus Aaron Rodgers. Okay. <laughs> we got his forty time. Right. So his forty time when he was coming into the league, right, the combine, right, was four point seventy one seconds. Correct. Which Mike said he could do. Was slow, right? right. Well, I'm sorry. Should I go back to the text message? That's fast, Mike. Mike. No, it is fast. I'm saying right now. Right now. Oh, so you want to do it right now. I'm saying right now. Right you now. think he's slower. Yeah. Because you also yeah. said you were going to give him a five-yard advantage. Yeah, I'm saying right now today. I'm not, I'm not talking about his 40 time. <laughs> oh, now you're not talking about no. Oh, okay. I'm talking about today I'm faster than him. You know where I got this 40 time? And, and back in my prime, I was faster than that 471. You know who gave me this 40 time? Who gave you that? You gave me this 40 time. I did. So this is what you're talking about this time right here. What you mean? For the sake of the podcast. Okay. For the sake of the listeners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to the park. I'm going to. Uh, we're going to film this. Oh, we're going to time you. We're going to time you. I'm going to beat the 471. And you're going to do 45 yards because you said you would give him a five yard head start. No, I'm saying I'm faster than a five yard head start today. He's not running a 471 today, Lou. Why would I give him in his prime a five-yard head start? Because you swear that you're better than everybody. I'm faster than 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 Aaron Rodgers. So we'll give you listeners an update Definitely. next week or the week after Definitely. after we've timed Mike, and he's saying on this podcast, "I'm smashing. Faster. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat the four seven Brenda, one time forty-yard yeah. dash." This week I got a text message of a video mm-hmm. of someone in this room running the length of a basketball court. four seconds somebody was getting ready when they said they could do it today somebody was out there practicing oh they were prepping but that's enough about that man if you put if you put aaron Rodgers next to me i'm smoking him okay we'll see about that let's go on to what's actually important you guys you ready for this segment nice let's do it let's do it That's what she said. 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 No time. What she did. No time. That's what she said. This is a segment to basically highlight all girls and women in sport. And I'm super pumped to share with you guys and I want to hear what you think. Okay. So these actually correlate with some stuff that's going on with the NFL. We've got Jennifer King, who um, is officially now the offensive assistant coach, first black woman for the Washington football team. Nice. And then also we have Sarah Thomas, who's going to be officiating this Super Bowl, which is just... That's I mean, come dope. on. That's pretty. That's, yeah, so that's pretty cool. dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty dope. I wanted to talk to you about that, too. Yeah. Right. So Jennifer King. No, excuse me. Sarah Thomas officiating. Yeah. She's it's not like her first time. No, she's, she's been officiating. Yeah. You know, college and NFL sports. Exactly. Yeah. So big ups to her. Um, I think that's great. Uh, I think it's great for women. Now, Jennifer King. I got a question about this. So she's going to be the assistant. What? Assistant. Uh, offensive uh, assistant coach. Okay. So, like, I've heard this before from players. 
um, on the radio and stuff like that, that if the coach, in a lot of cases, not every case, but sometimes if the coach didn't play the sport, the players tend not to respect the coach. Sure. Obviously, that is not every case. Um, but I'm just thinking, like, are the players going to have an issue with having a female coach? Like, are they going to respect her? I mean, I know they're going to respect her, but are they going to... I know that they respect the male coaches, but if they didn't play the game that they play, you kind of don't see them, you know? The same way. The same well, way. So what I would counter that, just because I see, like, a lot of head coaches, <laughs> offensive or defensive, like, head coaches of, of football teams there's no way that all of them played no, no professional way. football, right? Right. Maybe they played collegiate football. Mm-hmm. Maybe. High school. They played high school football. I mean, come on. High school football is f- a far reach from college or professional football. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you don't learn things there, but I think that that's a bit of a stretch. Anybody that's smart, can be tactical and see the game and see things that players can't see to help coach them. What's interesting to me is like on the, like, I guess on the flip side, right? There's so many men coaches coaching female sports. Yes. And I guess to take that like a step further, guys don't play the same way necessarily that girls play. So why are guys coaching female sports so much? That's a good point. You know, that's a good point. We saw a female head coach in the what was it called? That league, the big three. Yeah. It called? There's big one, three. There's one in the NBA, but not head coach. Oh, not head coach. Right. No. Okay, that's a good point, Brenda. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Because that's what I was thinking when you showed me that. Um, I mean, I could definitely understand and like I I can definitely understand that and empathize with that. Like you wouldn't maybe necessarily respect someone as much, right? Thinking like, oh wow, like. Do you even know how hard it is? All the all the drills that I'm doing and exactly. all the all the stuff that I'm doing. Exactly. But if someone, I mean, I guess you just take it with a grain of salt, right? Because we go and see doctors who are professionals. But is your doctor in the best shape of their life? That's true, <laughs> right? I don't know. But what do you guys think? I mean, would you be able to take you? You guys are male, right? Would you mm-hmm. be able to take instruction from a female? I know I can. I know I can, but. I'm also prideful at times, so I can't tell you 100%. It's going to be easy. Yeah. Mike, playing college sports, if you had to like a, if your head coach was a female, I mean, would you be down? If she was leading you to wins, let me put it this way. If she was leading you to wins, would you take her lead? I mean, she got the position for a reason, right? True. So, I mean, yeah, why not? Is it something that I'd be I'd be used to? No, no, no. it's not the norm. There's not many out there. Two, I think. But yeah, I mean, I I think for for that football team that has her, I think they should definitely respect her because she got that position for a reason. I think what also helped is I I read that she had like actually interned for a while, so it's not like she was you know she was like working with that team before. Right, they're not trying to fulfill a 2021 quota. Right, exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's not just. um, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you're dead right. Yeah. So she must be bringing a lot to the table. How, how did the, how did Washington do this year? Do you guys recall? If I'm not mistaken, they made it to the playoffs. Yeah, that's yeah. what I remember so, too. Yeah, uh, the Dolphins did it. Um, so there you go. The Dolphins <laughs> need some <laughs> female Whoa, head coaches. <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> we need an offensive coordinator in Deshaun Watson. No, I'm playing. Um, well, that was really cool, Brenda. I like that segment. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. It's cool to bring a little a bit of different perspective to the pod, to the podcast. Agreed. So with that said, I want to transition a little bit um, and switch to ugh, another loss for me. But why don't you <laughs> gloat, Lou, since you won? Give us the NBA update. Well, we had wins and losses. So a little heat update. Um, we're going to be discussing our teams real quick. Uh, the Heat are six and nine. Number 13 in the East. So last week, we had a win over Detroit, 113-107. Then we played Toronto on the 20th. That was a fun game. We won 111-102. to 
And then we play Toronto again. I'm not liking these back-to-back playing the same thing. Same teams, by the way. So on the 22nd, we lost to Toronto, 101-81. to And then we played uh, Brooklyn yesterday. And we lost, 128-124, to like you said in the headlines. Um, and we play Brooklyn again on the 25th. Um, we're still kind of like in the same boat that we were last week when we were discussing the Heat. Uh, just trying to get to 500. But um, we got a lot of players out, man. We got a lot of players out. Um, I don't think it's time to panic. Uh, I don't think it's time to make changes. I know that we said uh, Bradley Beal and Victor Oladipo. Those rumors are still out. But we got a lot of players out. Um, the Heatless, Butler, Hero, Bradley, Harkless, Silva, Leonard out for Monday uh, versus Brooklyn and Casey Akpala. So we have a lot of players. Like I said, the first name that I rattled off there was Butler, the leader of the team. All right. So we're playing without our leader. Uh, we definitely got good players. Tyler Hero, you know, second year in the league, good player. Um, we're playing without these people. And it is what it is. It looks like this season is going to be one of those years. And um, just try to make it to the playoffs. Just try to make it to the playoffs. Um, Kendrick Nunn. It looks like Kendrick Nunn woke up. He's averaging 21.5 points on 56.5% for the past four games. So he was in a slump um, when we got into the bubble last year in the playoffs. And he's been in a slump all year. And it looks like he's waking up. So definitely needed that. Um I don't know, Mike, you want to share some heat hate or we're good? I mean, it's not a heat hate. It's just stating the obvious. Six and nine in the East puts them by record as the third worst team in the East. Um, Is it time to push the panic button? I don't think so. I agree with you. But I don't think, you know, a couple guys being absent should translate to us being the third worst team in the East, especially since we just finished you know, making it to the to the finals. So I mean, but yeah. these players are important players, Mike. I mean, yeah, but does it does do these players make us the third worst team in the East? You know, like I, I don't know. It, I I I would say we would be hopefully maybe ninth, tenth. But you have Cleveland in the sixth spot. You know, we'll get to what Cleveland did. You know, last week. Cleveland. Cleveland is 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 playing great basketball. You know they're eight and seven. They they beat the the you know they beat Brooklyn twice in a row, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you have you know yeah, some definitely. hate yeah. to bring my way on that. But 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 yeah, it's not time to panic. It's not time to panic, Heat fans. Um, let's just wait, like Lou said, for the guys to come back, and we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll see what they do. Definitely. And speaking of Brooklyn, um, did you guys catch what Kyrie had to say on Bam on his? Uh, 41 point game oh lord what he had to say yeah so for our listeners please you gotta you gotta listen to this post game clip oh man yeah 41 9 and 5 okay uh yeah i mean it was about time bam had 40 you know in terms of uh getting a lot of those moves that he's been working on in the off season, you know, and I've known Bam since he was 15, 16 years old. So just watching him grow since high school, uh, be able to take over at this point um, for, you know, kind of a a undermanned Miami team. uh, It's good to see, you know, and obviously I'm pretty sure he would like for this game to be a win in terms of having that. But, you know, for me, I'm I'm nothing but a supporter of Bam and I'm glad that, uh, you know, he got to shoot well and we got the win. All right, so like you said, undermanned team. So I think uh, things are going to change once we get the people back, uh, the players back. Um, definitely going to change things. Definitely going to play better. And we'll just fight our way back. What did you have to think about that, Mike? I didn't know that he knew <laughs> Bam. But, but yeah, Bam had a hell of a game, man. Oh, you guys didn't notice Kyrie's back. Yeah, he's back. He's back. He's back. What a punk. We'll get there. What a punk. We'll get there. Um, Mike, last week, when discussing James Harden, you said Pat Riley wants culture. Right. The fans want James Harden. I was mostly talking about me, yeah. But my question to you is, what does D want? 
So now we're going to play a clip of UD um, on Complex Podcast. Man, when I woke up and seen that damn James Harden trade, I was asleep. I woke up and seen that. I dropped my damn phone. I couldn't believe it. I knew we wasn't going to get him. I mean, you can't bring James Harden to Miami. Yeah, it's just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's, as, much as, as much as I wanted that to work out, in, in my mind, I was like, hey, no he's a, way. He's a, fit for the, he's a fit for the nightlife and, the, and that culture, not necessarily <laughs> heat culture. I would have aged 15 years trying to be his OG down here. <laughs> <laughs> he would have had, had, had to move me in the guest house to keep him close. Yeah. Out. <laughs> so the OG has spoken, yeah, all right? I agree, man. The post of the team. Yeah. We ain't need him. He's respected, man. Like, Look, you, if UD says that he had a tough time, you know, thinking that it will work out, I, I, I gotta, I, I gotta go with. Him. You change your mind. I, I changed my mind. All right, if, cool, man. I'm the, glad he, he spoke. He's the heat lifer. He's the true heat lifer. I don't want to hear no Dwayne Wade talk here. <laughs> He's the true heat lifer, Dwayne Wade. I'm sorry, Udonis Haslam. Another topic for another day. Yeah, but yeah. All right, so let's give a quick Bucks update. Oh, my poor uh, Bucks. Your Bucks are still number two in the East. We are behind Philly. Philly's playing real nice. Um, they're nine and six. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about this game last week. Uh, they played Brooklyn. They lost one twenty-five to one twenty-three. I think we were all watching it. It was an exciting game. We were. The score was going back and forth. And it wasn't. I'm sorry, Lou. It wasn't a blowout game for the Nets. Right, right. Because right? Mike said uh, I, I, Mike called fifty-point game for KD. Lies. What do you have? What he had? He had thirty. Mm. Basically fifty. Oh, it's, it, that's literally almost half. It's basically fifty. It's so twenty points less. Did you notice though? Quick. How, uh, what did I say? Remember, they were either gonna blow teams out or they're gonna win close games. Yeah, you did say that. And that's exactly what that was. It was a close game. The good teams, they're gonna win those close games. Those bad teams, which for the exception of the Cavaliers, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> what I saw in that game was the difference between closers and posers. Oh. And Giannis is a poser. Giannis had 34 points. I don't care how many points oh he, he, he had. What did he do in the fourth quarter when it mattered? What did he do? Do, do you want the ball in his hands in the fourth quarter? Or do you want, rather have it in Middleton's hands mm-hmm. or Drew Holiday's hands? Giannis is never going to be the guy, at least right now with his skill set. He's not the guy that you give the ball to down in crunch time to get you, you know, that, that shot. Mind okay. you, he, he could get to the basket at will. Granted, he can get to the basket at will, mm-hmm. but teams know that. And they are going to deny the drive and they're going to force him to shoot. Right, he, and he knows. He improved the shot. He, okay, but... Still, you know, I'll give it to you. More. Yeah, and Middleton probably whatever should have taken some of the last shots. Whatever. Let me tell you. Let me ask you this though, Mike. Like for the team dynamic with Durant, Kyrie, Harden. Yeah. I mean, how do we have three superstars right. playing together? It's 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 a tough dynamic. I, I don't personally. It's, I don't like the super team thing that LeBron created. A lot of I mean, people want to say that LeBron didn't create it, but in the modern era, it was him. He Boston. came to Miami. Boston created it. No, in the in the in the in the modern era, LeBron was the one that brought that culture to Miami. Okay, <laughs> now we're gonna both fight. LeBron brought zero culture to Miami. LeBron came to Miami to get culture. No, I'm talking about that super team. Riley was never about, oh, reloading and doing all that stuff. Riley has has always been the guy to build the teams organically. Negative, sir. Shaquille O'Neal is not organically. He came as a... The only organic thing that ever came from the Heat is Dwayne Wade. Everybody else came from elsewhere. Okay. So, negative, sir. You know what? Brother, Cage, please, the Cage didn't sound. Can we? Can All right, we go ahead. That? Let's do it. Let's yeah. do this, man. We, we, we need to you're dead wrong there, buddy. We need, we need, we need to lock in here. <laughs> the for a first bit. official Cage did. I just boxed in Mike. Go here ahead. we go. Box me in. Box me in, man. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. 
that's basically what you just did right now. Right. So what was the question before he said nonsense? So I was asking how, it, because to me, it's always been perplexing, I guess, in this new, what feels like a new era of NBA, right, is right. people are ditching their team, going to another team to create a quote-unquote super superstar team with just the top players. They all want to be together to get these titles, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And that to me, I'm just like, well, what is your, you use a perfect word, Mike. What is your organic chemistry? Because I guess I, I'm coming from like, I, I guess my NFL mind, right? Where I see chemistry being built over a season where there aren't necessarily a bunch of superstar players. I mean, basketball is so different because having played basketball for most of my life, right? You become good players with each other and like grow. I mean, you know this. You know this better than anyone, Mike, right? There's this organic chemistry that you build together and it's like you guys just know each other's moves. Here, we're seeing, you know, in Brooklyn – these three superstar players come together and now have to work together. I mean, obviously it's working. I'm just that that seems crazy to me that three superstars can play together, play nice together, and I guess it's just all for the title, right? That's all they care about. Who gave them the confidence to do that? I mean, yeah, that's just the current state of the NBA now. LeBron that's, James was the yeah. one who created that culture. You say Boston, the Boston Celtics, but right. fine, they, they they came together, but those three together. Mm-hmm. Is nowhere near the LeBron James, Dwayne Wade. You know who was organic? The Warriors were organic. The 2015 Warriors was the, so the last yeah. organic team to right. win a championship. And yeah. so Before these, KD, people. So these teams were created, these super teams were created to try to take that those teams down. Yeah. So that's how we got here. Um, so in that game, Giannis, like I said, had 34. KD had 30. Yeah. Harden had 34. Um, Kyrie wasn't back then. Uh, but Brooklyn is number five in the East. They're ten and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat the Bucks, like we said, and then they went off two L's to Cleveland. Yeah. Humbling experience, which are like not that offensive teams, and right. they were scoring. Is, is this right, man? One forty-seven or one thirty-five? Yep, that's Whoa. correct. Dang. Okay, and so the second game was one twenty-five to one thirteen. Correct. Uh, Kyrie played both of those games, and each game he had thirty-seven and thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they played the Heat, Kyrie had 28 points. Right. So um, it looks like Kyrie's getting his. Right. Um, KD for sure is going to get his. Um, Harden is getting his as well. But there's no defense. Yeah, that's not going to last long. The whole Kyrie getting his the way that he's been getting it, nah. He, they're just letting him get his, his feet wet because he's back. You know, they want to give him some confidence. But he's going to he's going to take his place as you know that team's not going to work with James Harden being the third option which is what's been happening the last two games but he still finds a way of being effective literally everyone was saying Kyrie's the third option he yes. should be it should be known like he should be more aware that yeah. he's out the door how do you take someone back like how coachable is Kyrie after this whole little debacle when you have two other superstars who were winning i mean how does how does that equate i mean in my mind he's probably more coachable than James Harden, in my mind. I mean, I know James Harden is not out here missing games, but he was out there at the strip clubs and things like that. But define coachable, though. What do you mean by that? Less, less prideful. Because I've heard, I've less heard, prideful. I've heard people say that LeBron James is not coachable. So define coachable. What do you mean by that? Yeah, LeBron James is like the coach of the team. I mean, I'm less prideful is what I'm thinking. Let well, so far. So if his, you're less prideful, you're more willing to listen. So far, these last three games, he's come back. He's said the right things. Yeah. Right. On purpose, sure. You know, it's. I think it's. You know, it. It, it was expected. But how long is it going to last? Oh, I wanted to bring this up. <laughs> he bought a house for. Did you guys see this? Yeah. Okay, I'm perplexed. That's awesome, but why are you going to do that? A year later. Why are you going to do that a year later? Why are you going to do that a year later? Who bought a house? What, 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 Kyrie lost. bought a house for George Floyd's mother. Yeah. Wait, a year later? T- right now he bought it. He just bought it, yeah. Why are you going to do that? Oh, I, I don't know, man. I, don't I mean, know what, he does I don't know what he Kyrie's does a lot of uh, charitable acts. And I'm not saying that that's wrong, but the timing is weird. What do you think? I think, why are you trying to make 
first off, if I was a celebrity, if Brenda was a celebrity, and I had all this money, I would be doing things under the table, not in like a humble way. Like I wouldn't want anyone to know that I even did stuff like that. Why is it? What is the timing of this? You're saying he's cloud chasing? I'm saying, why are you going to do this right now? And why are you going to make it so known to everybody that you bought this house right now? I just think it's interesting. It's a little suspicious to me uh, because he was getting some bad press heat, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this is an amazing thing that he did. Yeah, that's a, that's so yeah, awesome. You know, many great things. Totally Absolutely. not dissing that. I'm right. just, it seems weird to me that the timing of this is when he's dodging his team mm -hmm. and not getting back to his managers and, and not showing up for games. Yeah, I think only Kyrie knows why he, he does the things that he does, you know. And, you know, whatever the reason was behind it, you know, at the end of the day it was for a good cause. And hopefully just his absence doesn't distract the team moving forward. I, yeah. ho I hope that whatever he had, you know, to go through, whether it was his Dennis Rodman moment, to go to Vegas, you know, some some <laughs> players, you know, you, we, we find things out that it's a struggle, you know. So whatever that was, we just hope, I just hope that it doesn't mess with the chemistry of the team moving forward. Yeah, we'll see how the Nets proceed. Yeah. Um, I did want to, oh, well, actually, Mike, you brought this up. You wanted to give a shout out to Kobe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, one year anniversary is coming up on the 26th. Um, very, yeah. very, very, very sad time. For those of you listening, like uh, Kobe is Mike's idol, favorite player. Yeah, That's why he was yeah. a Laker fan. I think he's still an undercover Laker nah, fan. There's no, there's no purple and gold. Nah, I'm not a Lakers fan at all. But um, Don't let him fool you. But go ahead. Share, share what you wanted to share, man. So, yeah, um, you know, I watched... Watched Kobe over the years. I watched him, you know, shoot the air balls um, against Utah in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> went uh, from a bench player to, you know, an NBA champion at such a young age. You know, saw him, you know, be the Robin, the Batman, you know, to, Sha to Shaq. Um, saw him win back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back championships. Um, you know, saw him, you know, through the, you know, the rape allegations, saw how he overcame that, um, saw a whole bunch of, of, you know, maturity on his end. And it's just, it's just sad that he, he, he did so much for the game. And, and as a fan, like, it's just, it's just tough for me to, 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 it's still surreal for me to be honest with you to, to to say that you know we're one year away from you know the anniversary of his death you know yeah pretty so, crazy absolutely really sad for me but but yeah yeah i, I mean i think it's awesome give, give, give a shout out to, to kobe um sure. hands down in my opinion uh the greatest athlete of my generation so Your generation yeah of my like generation quote things um just for the sake of time Lakers and Clippers are looking real nice out there in the West, right? I can care less for them. All right. <laughs> so uh, with that said, I think uh, let's... Uh, We're going to get into our picks for right. this next week. So, but, but before we get into our picks of uh, the Office Olympics, I'm in the number one seat. Oh, yeah. You are. I'm one wow. and one. Trash talk. And both uh, Mike and Brenda are 0 and 2. But let's go. All right, so let me throw this one at you. Yeah, don't cheat. Clip. Okay, so you're coming to me first and because I have the lead and you want me to, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Clippers and Heat. Clippers it's your team anyways. and Heat. Damn, what? We, should, we should have a rule that you don't have to pick your team. Okay, we, we can switch it up yeah, then. Yeah, I can't do Well, that. we'll switch it up. I'll take Clippers and Heat. Let me go last though. Lakers okay. and Pistons. Me? Lakers yeah. and Pistons. Uh, easy, Lakers, even though they let me down last time with the Warriors. Okay, and then Mike, Warriors and Suns. The Suns let you down last time. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Suns again. Okay, sweet. Uh, and that leaves me with Clippers and Heat. And uh, this is interesting because last time she chose Detroit over the Heat, and the Heat proved they're wrong. But yeah. whatever, don't let me influence your decision. I'll say... 
I'll give it to the Heat. We'll see. We'll see if they can turn it around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got two Miami, quote unquote, Miami fans here not rooting for their team at all. I'm not rooting. rooting. Home team. I just I'm have rooting. no faith that they're going to win. I'm just game. glad I don't have to make that pick. Are we only choosing one team this week? Yeah, it's just going to be okay. one for each. Okay, sounds Hold up. good. Do I have time to flip-flop real quick and pick the Warriors or no? Nah, negative. Wow, sure. I would have picked the Warriors. But yeah, no, you don't. So. All right, so there we'll we stick go. with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Negative. Steph Curry has been playing lights out, and he just finished passing Reggie Miller for number That's two true. and threes. That's true. So you know what? Shout out to Steph Curry. I'm for sorry sure. for picking against you, but you need to lose this game because I can't, I can't, I can't take <laughs> can't another can't be L. disrespected on this podcast. No, I can't be. Awesome. Well, have a great week, guys. Yes. We'll see you next week. It's about to be five. Time to clock out. Peace out, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the feedback. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>